Welcome to the Nova Church Podcast. Thanks for taking the time to get into God's Word with us today. To find out more, you can head to novachurch.com. Well, hello everybody and welcome to Resurrection Sunday at Nova Church. It is so good to have you with us on our online experience today. My name is Sam and I'm the pastor here at Nova Church. I just want to say that whoever you are and wherever you are watching from today, I am so excited that you are here. I'm so excited you're here because I believe that it was God's plan that you would jump on this feed today, that you would find us. Maybe you stumbled across it on Facebook or you jumped on YouTube. Someone sent you a link. However you got here, you got to know today, it is a good day to be in church. It is a good day to be online. God has something great that He wants to speak to you today. I just so believe in the purpose of God for your life. I believe in the hope of the resurrection, which is why I'm here today to talk to you because I believe that we have an incredible message that God wants to speak to us today, all about resurrection, about new life, about fresh hope, and about new starts and opportunities. You know, this is what I know today. I know in the midst of a world that is looking for hope, that God has given us a message of hope. If you are feeling hopeless today, if you're feeling unsure today, if you are feeling distant today, you are in the right place because you're not going to hear something that's going to push you down today. You are going to hear a message today that's going to bring life, that's going to bring hope, because I believe with all my heart that the Easter message is a story of hope, a story of life, a story that's going to bring heart to your life, to bring life to you, to bring hope to you, to, to accelerate the things of God on the inside of you. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to preach the Word. Can you tell I'm excited? I can't wait to speak to you today. It is so good to have you on Resurrection Sunday at Nova Church. Well, I'm going to start off by reading a scripture for you. And the scripture is the written Word of God. It's from the Bible. And I'm going to read to you today from Mark chapter 16, verses 2 to 6. And it describes an account of a woman discovering the empty tomb, discovering Jesus had risen from the dead, had risen, had risen from the dead. We're going to read this together. Mark 16, verses 2 to 6. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? Looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, do not be alarmed. Oh, what a good word for the world today. Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Come on, let's pray together, and then we're going to get into the Word of God. Father, I just thank you right now for every person who's watching this feed. I thank you, Jesus, that they're so precious to you. I thank you, Lord, that you want to speak to them today. God, would you open up your word to us on this Resurrection Sunday? God, would you speak to us? Would you transform us from the inside out? Would you bring hope into every bedroom, into every living room, into every car, wherever this is being watched? Let that place be filled with the hope of the resurrection. Resurrection hope, I pray today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, the center... Of Christianity is this whole thought that 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ, who we would say was God with skin on, God in human flesh. If you want to know what God looks like, look at Jesus. If you want to know what God sounds like, listen to Jesus. If you want to know how God treats people, look at how Jesus treats people. God with skin on came to earth and he died on a cross for your sin and my sin on Good Friday. We spoke about that on Friday. He died on the cross for your sin and my sin. And the Bible says that he was laid in a tomb. And that three days later, something happened that has never happened in history. 
It was the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus came back from the dead. He was dead for three days, as dead as they come. He wasn't just a little bit dead. He was dead, dead. He was absolutely gone. He was crucified on the cross. One of the most brutal ways that you could possibly die. The Romans were professional executioners. They knew how to kill. They killed Jesus. He was dead. He was buried in a tomb. But the Bible says that three days later, breath returned to his lungs. His buried body began to breathe. He rolled back the stone of the tomb that was holding him there. And he walked out victoriously with new life and new power resurrected from the dead and why does this matter this is the big question like okay some of you are watching this maybe you don't believe what i'm saying that's okay for a minute but but let's ask this question let's say for a minute that jesus rose from the dead let's say two thousand years ago there was this man and he was god with human flesh he died and he rose from the dead two thousand years ago what does that mean for me why does it why should that excite me why should that cause me to want to buy into this thing called following Jesus. What is about it? What is it about resurrection, about some dead guy coming back from the tomb? Why should that move me? Why should that compel me? Well, I'm here today to answer that question because I believe that the resurrection is the most compelling thing that has ever happened in history. And that when you get your heart and your head around what Jesus accomplished in the resurrection, it'll excite you and give you a hope like no other. Whether you believe Jesus was God or not, this is what you must understand and what you must believe. Jesus split history in half. We've got BC and we've got AD, right? We've got history split in half because of when Jesus lived before Christ, right? And BCE or AD, after common era or after his death. Jesus split history. This one act is responsible for the calendar that you use, for the time on your clock. It has defined everything about our culture and civilization. This Jesus, this act of the cross and the resurrection. It is the most important message you could ever, ever hear. But what does it have to do with me? Jesus said something so interesting when he described his resurrection. In the book of John, chapter 11, verses 25 to 26, he says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this. Listen to that again. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Jesus is saying something so amazing here, and I hope you're catching it, about his resurrection. He's saying, he's saying this. Jesus was saying, my resurrection is not just history. My resurrection is destiny. See, resurrection as history will amaze you. Right? It's amazing to think that Jesus came back from the dead. It's like, wow, Jesus, you're so powerful, you came back from the dead. Jesus, wow, this, this was an incredible thing, a, a history-altering moment. Wow, it's so amazing that you did that, that the stone was rolled away, that you walked out of the tomb. Wow, that is amazing, right? The resurrection as history will amaze you. But when you understand what Jesus was saying, that the resurrection is not just history, that it is destiny. It will change you. The resurrection as history will amaze you, but it's the resurrection as destiny that will change you. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 52 says this about where all of us are heading in life when this thing called history wraps up, when the world ends. This is what the Bible says. It says, In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, 
The trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed. The resurrection is not just a one-off event for one person who was special called Jesus. The resurrection is not just a one-off event for one person. The resurrection is a future event for every single person. In other words, death is not the end. Death is not the end. And this is what the resurrection means today. Number one is that the resurrection means this. It means that death is not fatal. It means that death is not fatal. I, I don't know if you've ever hung out with someone who, who has seen the movie before you have or has watched the TV series before you have. My brother seems, always seems to get to the movies before I do or, or sees the TV show before I do. And he is the absolute worst at spoiling the ending, right? If he knows how something ends, he will just, I'll be like, oh, hey, I'm watching this show. He'll be like, oh, do you know this happens? Do you know the main character dies? You know, like within the first sentence of talking to me. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, man. You've got to warn me before you give me a spoiler alert, right? Now, what's a spoiler alert? A spoiler alert, right, is when you get alerted to how something is going to end before you see the end. And this is what Jesus is saying the resurrection is. The resurrection of Jesus is a spoiler alert for the end of history, for how your life will ultimately end. See, when the women discovered the tomb, they stumbled across the greatest spoiler alert in history. The women who discovered Jesus' tomb were so changed because they realized that when they were looking into that tomb, they weren't just looking into history. They were looking into their destiny at how their story would end. Listen to this. Before the resurrection... Before the resurrection of Jesus occurred, life after death was a hope. It was a hope. I hope there's something when I die. I hope this isn't the end of the story. I hope that there might be something beyond the grave for me and for my family and for the ones I love. But it was at this moment, at the resurrection of Jesus, where life after death didn't become something they were hoping for. It became a certainty Because if Jesus walked out of that grave, it meant that they could too. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. If I rose from the grave and your faith is in me, you too will rise from the grave. Death is not fatal. Death is not the end. The message of the resurrection is that death cannot kill you. That death is not fatal. And this is good news in a world right now that is so worried about dying, is so worried about our mortality, has been reminded of the fact that we are mortal, that our lives will end. Because in the West, in Australia, we don't really know how to deal with the thought that we're mortal. We take our old people and we put them in old homes because, because we, we don't want to see aging. We, we buy products because, because we want to keep ourselves looking young. Even at funerals, we would never see the body because we, we try as much as possible to ignore the fact, to not be distracted by the fact that, that we are mortal and that we are going to die. But the promise of Scripture, and hear me now, the promise of the Word of God is that death is not fatal. The resurrection of Jesus is not just history. When you look into that empty tomb, you are looking into destiny. The Bible says that we will be raised up at the last day, but there is a hope beyond the walls of this world and beyond death that in Jesus we will be raised again. In Jesus there is new life. In Jesus there is hope amidst all the mess, amidst all the chaos, amidst all the fear of mortality. The Bible says in Jesus, Jesus says in me, I am the resurrection. 
You have to know today on Resurrection Sunday, in the midst of all the fear, that death is not fatal. The resurrection is not just Jesus' history. It is your destiny. If he walked out of that grave, you are walking too. If life returned to his lungs, the Bible says, by faith in his name, life is going to return to your lungs. This is not some distant hope based on a myth written in Scripture. This is rooted on historical fact that 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ split history, walked out of that tomb, and changed the world. Resurrection is not just history, it's destiny. And it's going to give you a hope that every person so desperately needs. Oh, man, I love this day. Who loves Resurrection Sunday? Come on, someone give me a high-five emoji right now. It is good news. I love Easter. It is good news. The second thing I want you to know today is that darkness is not fatal. Darkness is not fatal. Sorry, darkness is not final. (laughs) Death is not fatal. (laughs) Darkness is not final. Number two, darkness is not final. Darkness is not final. Uh, I, before, <laughs> before I had kids, I was not a morning person at all, right? I mean, now, now I'm a fawning person, which means a forced morning person. Like, whether I go to bed at 10 p.m. or I go to bed at 1 a.m., my kids are getting up at 6 a.m., and so I am a forced morning person. Before I had kids, I never really saw the sunrise. I never saw the sun come up because I was always in sleep, which is awesome. If you are sleeping right now, praise God, right? You should be happy about that. But, but, uh, but I became a forced morning person. One of the crazy things when you wake up before the sunrise is how dark it is. You know, you look outside and, and it's like darkness just covers everything. It's, it's thick and it's, it's, it seems so strong and it seems so powerful. It seems so unbeatable. It seems so, so full on. It's so all-consuming. And, and, you know, if you, if you woke up and you didn't know that the sun rises, you would be pretty concerned if that's what the world looked like. But because I wake up in the morning, even though it's pitch black outside and my kids are getting up, I have a hope because I know that the sun is going to rise. I know that no matter how dark it looks out there, that there is going to be a rising sun that pierces that darkness and peels it all back. See, I'm in the dark, but I have an expectation that because the sun rises, light is going to pierce through that darkness and change it in a single moment. The resurrection was the moment where the Son, the Son of God, rose and pierced the darkest situation, the terrible nature of the cross, of the beating, of the flogging, of the rejection, the worst of humanity coming out for all to see. The resurrection was the sunrise that pierced through the darkness and gave Jesus' earliest followers, right through to his billions of followers today, a hope beyond the darkness. You see, after Jesus' disciples met with him after he rose from the dead, spoke with him, touched the places in his hands where the nails were driven, it's not that they never had dark days. In fact, the disciples themselves, Jesus' earliest followers, experienced some of the darkest days that you and I could imagine. In fact, all of them died for their belief in Jesus. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Although they still had to go through dark things, they had an expectation in the dark that changed how they faced it. 
They could go through the darkest things. They could go through loss. They could go through rejection. They could go through pain. They could go through sickness. But, but they had this expectation that all of this darkness was temporary. And why did they have that expectation? Because they know that the sun had risen. They knew that the sun would rise. Just as I wake up with an expectation that the darkness will soon be over because I know that the sun rises. We, along with the disciples, can walk with an expectation that the darkness will soon be over because we know that Jesus has rose. We know that we will rise and that darkness is only temporary. The resurrection gives you more than wishful thinking that darkness will be over someday. It gives you way more than that. The resurrection gives you a certainty that darkness is not final. The darkness of sickness is not final. The darkness of pain is not final. The darkness of loss is not final. The darkness of separation is not final. The darkness of your finance, it is not final. It is not final. There will come a day where the stone will be rolled away from those things, the Bible says. And that just as the darkness fled from Christ's body as he rose, it will flee from every bad and dark thing in this world. And the way things ought to be will be made right. One of my favourite quotes I've ever read by a man called C.S. Lewis, one of my favourite authors, says this about God's plan for the future of the world. This is by C.S. Lewis. He says this, On the day of the Lord, the day that God makes everything right, the day that everything sad comes untrue, on that day the same thing will happen to your own hurts and sadness. You will find that the worst things that have ever happened to you in the end will only enhance your internal delight. On that day, all of it will be turned inside out and you will know joy beyond the walls of the world. Oh, wow. The joy of your glory will be, that will be much greater for every scar you bear. So live in the light of the resurrection and the renewal of this world and of yourself in a glorious, never-ending, joyful dance of grace. The Bible says, C.S. Lewis is saying here that one day all the darkness and death will be made untrue. That darkness is not final and the resurrection is the down payment, the evidence that the sun has risen and that it will rise again and that darkness is only temporary. That by faith in Jesus we have a confidence today knowing that the darkness will one day be peeled back and that there is a life and life forevermore. The third thing that I want you to know today is this, is that destiny is eternal. The resurrection means that destiny is eternal. You know, if, if you and I are what the world often teaches us that we are, which is just, you know, a, a purposeless clump of cells walking around on planet Earth hoping to spread our DNA, if that's all that we are, what we do doesn't really matter. There's no eternal consequence or benefit or impact to our lives. There's nothing beyond this, but if what the resurrection says is true, it means that the destiny of every human is eternal. It means that everything I do today matters. It means how I treat people really matters. It means the decisions that I make really matters. It means that the cause that I work for it matters. It means that everything that I am doing is folding into this eternal tapestry, God's final plan for how all of this will play out. If Jesus rose from the dead, it means that my destiny matters, my life matters, my work matters. It means the way I love people matters. It means that destiny is eternal and that everything I do here on earth, the decisions I'm making, the way I'm living, 
everything, the how I'm acting, it all matters. Why? Because it's not just about here and now. It's about the eternal rhythm, the eternal creation, the eternal perspective of everything we do is going to echo for eternity, is going to matter, is going to count for something in the end. The resurrection means that even the things in your life that seem the small and meaningless, have, they have an eternal consequence. They have an eternal benefit. It means that your life is not floating around being blown by the wind, that you are in the hand of God, that your life matters and that this life is just the beginning. That death is not the end, it's just the beginning of everything that God would call you to do and how He would call you to live. Our decisions matter and I want to close with this today because, because when you know that destiny is eternal, you know that how you're living today matters more than anything. I want to ask you today, are you living right with God? I want to ask you today, do you have a relationship with Jesus? Have you placed your faith in Jesus? I'm praying today that as people are watching this, they're going to feel the hope of the resurrection, the love of God filling the room that they're in right now. I pray that you would sense the reality of the risen Jesus right where you are, that you would know His presence with you. And that the decision you could make right now will echo for eternity, will have eternal consequence and benefit. You know, right now you can make a decision to place your faith in this Jesus that I've spoken about today this resurrected Jesus. Maybe it's surprised you that something's moved your heart today. Maybe your heart's beating fast, your goosebumps. Maybe you're feeling like, I, I need this. I don't understand this fully, but I need this. I tell you today, it's Jesus speaking to you. It's the resurrected Lord and Savior calling your name to a life of hope, a life beyond the grave, beyond the darkness, a hope that's eternal. I wonder today if you want to make a decision to follow Him, to accept the free gift of salvation that Jesus won for you on the cross. The Bible says that when Jesus died on the cross, He took all the punishment for all the wrong that you did on Him. He bore it on Himself as a substitutionary sacrifice. And when He died, all those things that you've done wrong died with Him. And when He rose again to a new life and a new start, every single person who places their faith in Him could rise again to a new life and a new start. If you want to make that decision today to follow Jesus, to make Him the Lord and the Saviour of your life, I want you to pray this prayer after me right now. Dear Jesus, today I ask you into my heart. I believe that you died on the cross for me. I believe that you rose again for me. Make me new, Jesus. I choose to follow you today on the journey of faith. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hey, here's what I want you to do right now, is if you made that decision to follow Jesus, I want you to do something very important for me. I want you to head to novachurch.com right now. And if you scroll to the bottom of the page there, you're going to see a button that says, I responded to Jesus. I want you to click that button and fill out your details there because we want to make sure that you get help on this journey of faith that you're starting today. We want to journey it with you. Right now, more than ever, we need people to not feel alone, to not feel the loneliness of the calamity of the world around them, but to feel a hope beyond this world. 
And if you want to feel that hope and have people support you, could you please go on there now and fill out your details, click that button, send it off and let us walk the journey of faith with you. We are so glad that you chose to be with us today on Resurrection Sunday. We would love to see you here next Sunday at 5 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. We would love to continue this journey of faith with you. We're live streaming here every single week. God bless you. Love you so much. Have a great Easter. Thanks for joining us on the Nova Church Podcast. We hope this message impacted you in a powerful way. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or you can head to novachurch.com for more.